Zebra Baman is the chairperson of the Fossil Fuel Non-Proliferation Treaty Initiative that is pushing to have countries sign a treaty to stop the use of oil, gas and coal as energy sources and switch to renewable energies in the ongoing fight to reduce global warming below 1.5 degrees Celsius. We talked to Zebra and this is what she has to say about Uganda's oil exploration project and Africa in general. Uganda is a country of a center of discussion when it comes now to yes, Australia and Uganda. So what comment do you have? We're not going to turn off the taps overnight. But the question is, are we going to continue to allow expansion of fossil fuels, new projects, mm -hmm. and grow the problem? I think it is possible. The Global well. North saying we're not going to fund fossil fuel expansion mm -hmm. overseas, but then continuing to expand oil and gas development as quickly as possible is pure hypocrisy. The fact is that they need to stop the expansion. Yeah, Uganda is a country of a center of discussion when it comes now to yes, Australia and Uganda. So what comment do you have? The fact is that the projects, the fossil fuel projects being proposed in Uganda and in fact across Africa are not meant to provide energy to Africans. They are meant for export, and they are meant to increase the profit margins of these big companies. If people want to turn the lights on in Africa, then we need to have decentralized renewable energy that they control, that isn't controlled by someone else. If you tell them to move away from fossil fuel, where are they going to get the money? First of all, countries in the global north need to be taxing these oil and gas companies and their record billions of dollars in profits and using that money to support countries in the global south moving towards cleaner and safer renewable energy because it will benefit all of us and because it's what's fair and what's just. If we just tax the oil companies, 15 oil companies, 10% on their profits, in the last nine months of this year, we already would have raised $37 billion. This is a proposal by Mia Motley put on the floor of, of, of COP last year. Second, countries in the global south need to put in place policies that benefit renewable energy and renewable energy infrastructure. They need to ban new fossil fuel expansion because when investment companies see those new policies, they have policy certainty. They know then that they have a market for their electric charging stations and their heat pumps and their new renewable energy. And then the investment will come. As long as the door is open to these big polluting companies and the policies are not in place to provide certainty to the renewable energy companies that are out there, they won't come. At the Fossil Fuel Non-Proliferation Treaty, we are calling for debt forgiveness in order to support countries in the global south to have the resources that they need to build cleaner and safer infrastructure. We have done debt forgiveness uh, for many issues in, in the history, uh, uh, from COVID uh, to wars to hunger. It's time to do debt forgiveness for the climate in order to help countries in the global south keep carbon in the ground. What would be uh, adequate conditions for, for having that treaty? Because it, require, it would require certain conditions yes. for, for countries to ensure that that treaty That's right. is and active. That, and that is for the countries to decide. When we studied the Chemical Weapons Ban Treaty or the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, what we saw was that if you draft a treaty and say, here, countries sign it, 
they'll say no because they need to develop the treaty themselves in order to own it. Okay. So what we have done over the last two years is we built the support for the treaty. 3,000 scientists now support it. 101 Nobel laureates, including the Dalai Lama, and faith organizations that represent 1.5 billion people, including the Vatican, all support the concept of a fossil fuel non-proliferation treaty. So now we're convening lawyers and diplomats from around the world to design the principles underneath the treaty. And, and so far, they have made, we have uh, committed that the principles of a treaty will be first and foremost equity and fairness to manage the wind down of fossil fuel production and fast track the solutions. We have new um, research papers coming out every week about what should be in a new global fossil fuel treaty. And here at COP, we've delivered a full briefing to governments with our recommendations. And we're meeting with over 40 countries here at COP about the fossil fuel treaty. 